Welcome to Any Honey and the Newt. like to introduce everybody to the reason why I exist in the first place, uh, the purpose of my identity, and the reason why I now have a red bottom. Uh, that is my mother, Barbara the Little Bee. Good morning. <laughs> Good morning. Thank you for joining us. This is a special treat to uh, have guests on the show. We're so excited to not just blabber ourselves and, and get some other insight and actual uh, thoughts. <laughs> Yeah, this is going to be insane. So uh, this season, we've been uh, exploring the ideas of, of love and relationships in a lot of different venues. And we thought, what better way to get insights on relationships than those people that we have relationships with? So bringing in some family and friends. And uh, as Anthony mentioned, uh, we're glad to have his, his mom on and, and kind of get her insights. So uh, we just kind of want to start with a, a general question. What is love? <laughs> So to me, um, love is a special meaning, um, even though many people use it um, freely, openly, all the time. I can, I can love, like I love traveling, um, but uh, I can also love another human being. Um, and it's, when I, when I love another human being, it's wholeheartedly um, giving all of myself to that other person. Um, just as much as I give all of myself when I go to travel because I love traveling. That's awesome. I was just gonna see if there was a connection there of, of uh, pouring yourself into something or someone, yeah. How would you differentiate the two? Like when you say you love traveling, how would you separate that from loving another person when you say you give up totally of yourself in both ways? So um, when I love another person, um, there's more to, there's more involved in loving another person. Part of it is you have to give of yourself. You have to be open with that person. You have to be honest with that person. Um, you have to be willing to share things with that person that you may not share with anyone else. Um, and you have to trust that person that when you're sharing this information with them, that they are going to take it um, and hold it dearly to them because it's not easy for other for people to open up to someone else, telling them things that they wouldn't normally tell other people. Um, so it's a kind of trust that you build with another person when you're sharing something that is private to you. Um, you can share ideas, you can share your wants, your desires, your needs, your fears, um, things that make you happy. Um, and the difference with that, with, with traveling or photography or anything else that you love, um, it's an emotion that's connected that makes you happy. So for me, 
traveling makes me happy. I like going to new places that I've never been to before, as well as going back to places that I have been before, because um, I enjoy, I enjoyed what my experiences were in those locations, just as much as I'm, I'm excited to go to a new place that I haven't been to before, because I don't know what's, I don't know what it's going to be like. So the excitement for me is um, the unknown, but I'm always willing to, to go into that unknown. Um, and uh, I end up loving the unknown because, you know, a lot of people are afraid of that, but I'm not afraid of the unknown. I really like that uh, combination of um, I think you pointed out a really important element, which is trust, but also that it's trust in the face of the unknown or, or possibly the scary, right? There's a little bit of risk involved with, with loving someone. And uh, the fact that you have to invest trust in a risk is really kind of an interesting paradox. And I like that, that description you gave. There's another parallel that I'm teasing out and mom, uh, correct me if I'm misinterpreting, um, but in both cases, there's also this aspect of love of oneself that I hadn't thought of before, right? When you're putting your trust in that other person, you're, you know, you're risking things of yourself. So there's like a development of yourself in that. And then when you're talking about, you know, putting all of yourself into travel or, you know, basketball, like Corbin and myself, um, you're like, you're really, um, what's the word? You're building on yourself in, in both of those cases too. And I hadn't thought of thought of that aspect in, in these conversations about love before it's true because you're putting yourself out there um and that's part of being open and honest because you 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 have to first you have to first be what's the right way to say it um you have to know who you are and you have to know that in order for you to gain experience and knowledge through your life, you have to be able to go be out there and you have to expose yourself. Um, and not every time that you put yourself out there, are you gonna gain something that is positive? You can get hurt by it, but if you've, are aware of that knowledge and you can learn from that experience um it doesn't it it doesn't hurt you as much because you've learned from that and you are willing to take that chance to be exposed that way i don't want to reduce uh love to to trust because i know that there's more to it than that and you mentioned like the emotions and the way that it makes you feel happy but I'm curious if we focus on trust as kind of a core concept, how does uh, love change in relationship with a family member or a romantic partner or a good friend? Like, is that trust the same in all three instances or are there some differences? Um, I think there's, well, <laughs> uh, <laughs> going, going on um, experience, okay. Um, a trust in a relationship with a partner, um, it's, it's part of learning about this person. And so you, you, you're building upon that trust 
usually in the early stages of the relationship, through time that that relation that that trust changes um, for either a stronger trust or a more reserved trust, um, because you're you know things can change in a relationship. Um, whereas with the family member, there's a there's a trust of a bond. And like they always say, blood is thicker than water. <laughs> <laughs> I especially like the eye roll. <laughs> Period. You... <laughs> and let's wrap it up. That was a great conclusion to this series. I think that said it all, folks. <laughs> you know, but um, in reality, uh, it really is thicker than water because you're attached to that person by the bond that, that connects you in that family thing. Um, you can choose how you want that relationship and that trust to be by how you, by the experience that you've gone through with that person. Um, and uh, the trust in a friendship when you have a friendship with someone, um, friendship is, uh, how do I describe it? Uh, to me, it's one of the greatest gifts that as a woman, you can have. Mm. Um, like men have friendships but the bond between men is usually not as close as the bond between women's friendship. Um, women share everything. <laughs> We're more open about what's going on in our lives than men share what's going on in their lives. You know, um, however, I respect a guy when they have that to be able to share and communicate that with another with another you know male person because that just means that they are unique and special to have that gift and understanding of what women's friendship is all about you can also have friendship between a man and a woman that are just strictly friends um and uh that's another unique type of relationship because most people you know, especially in my time, when you had a male that was a friend, right away they thought that it was other things, not just a friendship. Um, I'm fortunate enough that throughout my life, I have um, really good male-female friendships with people that I've known most of my life, you know, and um, Anthony knows this, that I have very close friendships with girls that I've had most of my life. Like my oldest friend, um, we've known each other for 50, 54 years. Wow, that's awesome. That's basically a marriage. <laughs> 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 you know, um, and I've had one that's, you know, that's about 50 years, you know. Um, I, have a, I have, you know, two close male friendships that are 50 years old as well. You know, um, they're like, you know, these friends that you develop with, with friends, um, what I like about them is that it's friendships that you choose. 
they're not a part of your family, you know, they become your family. And sometimes they're more your siblings um, and family members than your own family is. Um, and uh, they're special because for, for relationships to last that long, longer than most marriages, <laughs> you, know that, you, you know that it's a special type of relationship that you treasure, um, that you hold dearly. And it's a, it's a special type of a love that you have with these people that you create these long lasting friendships. You know, um, you have work-related friendships, you know, um, some of them are just strictly work-related, but you have, you know, you, you hang out together at work. You might meet up with them every now and then after work. But when those friendships that are developed at work take you outside of work and they lasting friendships through the years, those are friendships that are bonding as well. And they are just as important because, again, when you're when you're sharing a relationship with who, whether it's your your significant other, your child, your sibling, you know, a friend, you are giving a part of yourself. You are opening up a part of yourself um, to trust that this person is going to do the right thing by that trust and openness that you have. Yeah, we have a, a group of friends from the New Mexico, um, you know, circle that we've called the family we chose. And so there is something interesting about how friendships can develop that kind of tight bond and, and yet still kind of the model that we compare it to, we use the metaphor of family because that already has like this sense of deep connection. I wonder, um, just based on your descriptions, uh, and the idea of the bond in the family that's, that's different. Do you think that the choice of a friendship strengthens or weakens or alters the relationship in some way, the fact that you chose that relationship versus being born into a family? Um, I'd like to say yes. Um, and, I, and I say yes because I chose that relationship. You know, there are relationships which Anthony is aware of that I've had for many, many years. And for reasons that are um, that arise, the relationship is no longer there. But I chose that relationship, and um, I still love that person. I still love that person, but that person is no longer in my life. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think of that person often emotional. <laughs> yeah. yeah, take your time. But I don't wish that person any harm. Mm -hmm. And um, it was a good relationship. It was a good friendship. Yeah. And sometimes that happens, but you learn from those relationships and um, you understand what, um, what took place. And that's important because you learn from that. 
Yeah, thank you for most sharing. people most people don't learn from things like this, mm. you know. And um, it 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 helps me heal um, in the process. Thank you for sharing that. Um, one thing that stuck out to me, um, you, you sort of mentioned like that the friendship is. There's opportunities for it to be stronger and for it to grow apart because you choose the friendship, right? And you can also choose, you choose when you jump in and when you choose when you can leave. Correct. Uh, and why to you do those ideas not hold when you're thinking of family relationships, you know, either siblings or children or parents? Like what's the, what's the thing that keeps you engaged in the family relationships versus a friendship where you're like, I think this is the stopping point your family <laughs> um plain and simple their family i have um and I, you know i'm an honest person and um i have been in and out of relationships with my siblings you know um there's been siblings that i haven't talked to 10 years 20 years um, but if my siblings were to pick up the phone or come to my door, I would welcome that, you know, because they're my family. Mm. And that's another emotional would thing, you, but. Would you let them off the hook or would there have to be like a reconciliation? Or, or maybe it's them coming to your door and ringing the doorbell, the act of That is the reconciliation. Yeah. Um, you know, no, I'm a, you know, I'm a person that if I'm wrong, I will say I'm wrong and I will apologize. You can either accept that or not. And I understand that. Um, we're thick-headed, you know, Toledo's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're alone. <laughs> um, my siblings are not like that, hmm. you know, not, you know, and so um, because they're my family and I understand that they're not like that, um, the act of making that phone call or showing up at my door is their way and it's acceptable to me because that's how that's how my relationships keep for me with my siblings mm. you know i've let them i've let them all back in um but it's on my terms <laughs> I, I determine how long I want to have the conversation. I determine, you know, I'm not going to kick you out of my house, <laughs> but I will, you know, stray the conversation to where it's not going to, you know, um, go in a direction that's not worth going into, you know. Um, and that's, I guess that's part of protecting me. Um because 
again, it's a trust issue for me and it's an honesty issue for me. And um, I understand people may not be honest and, tr and, and trustworthy. So I have to make sure that, you know, I understand that. And I, you know, not willing to go down the path of um, letting it happen again. So I keep myself, you know, in reserve. But the bottom line is it's, it's family, mm -hmm. you know, I, I, you know, believe me, <laughs> if they weren't family, they probably wouldn't be a part of my life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anthony, do, you, do you want to follow up anymore on, on family and friends? I kind of have a question to shift gears a little bit, but. Um, I do want to ask if you could characterize the differences between um, like how you view your relationships or your love relationships with your children. Um, Corbin, were you going to take it in a, like, should we save this question for later or? No, 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 this is good. This is a good in between. Okay, perfect. So yeah, um, you talked about your relationships with your siblings and friends, um, but how do you characterize the love relationship with your children? And you can go ahead and fawn over me all you want. <laughs> Gag. <laughs> For my children, you know, you, you hear passion um, in some people's voices when it comes to their children. Um, I die for them. Hmm. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Hmm. I love Anthony. He was the Jason. first. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget, there's a second one. <laughs> um. Anthony was, uh, uh, or Anthony is special in the, in the way that um, very, 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 very smart and intelligent. I always felt that he was the sponge in the room. You know, he stood there quietly, <laughs> took it all in, <laughs> would absorb it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Corbin, you speaking from experience? Here. <laughs> yes, definitely. There's a reason why you got me to do this. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, he would ask the questions. You know, later on, like they would like all line up in his head. You know, and then you know, um, you know, when he would like, you know, it, while he was you know thinking and absorbing it all then you would see the look in these things like, I have a question. But it wasn't like, you know, like most people like, you know, you can see them like thinking like, you know, okay, so what is it? No, Anthony was like the intelligent one on how he presented the questions that he had to ask, <laughs> you know? Um, and uh, he was always, um, he was like, he, I always felt that he was, the little grown up that was in that tiny little body of his, you know, um, and I always, uh, you know, used to wonder, is he growing up too fast? But 
the next thing I would do, the next thing usually was I would see him being that child, you know, intently on his child. Like, here's a perfect example. We are doing a Zoom call on Christmas, okay? And everybody's talking to it throughout the whole Christmas thing, you know, talking to each other. And there's Anthony with his transformer. <laughs> This is uh this is a month ago by by the way. <laughs> this is a month ago. That's great. <laughs> and there he is intently building his transformer because that was important to my child, you know? And that's the child in him that, you know, it lets me know that he's still my child that he styled and that, you know, um, I love him for that because as intelligent, well-printed and compassionate and loving that he is, he's still that child. And I hope that that never changes in him. You know, um, he, uh, you know, he, he has a great sense of humor. Um, and, uh, you know, um, I love that about, uh, about him. Um, uh, and he has the compassion, you know, I, 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 I'm, I'm grateful that he understands the compassion, to, you know, not only to, um, to his family, but to others around him. Um, it's, it's important because, you know, I, I learned compassion through my life, you know, um, you know, I, I learned compassion, you know, my first time that I've came across compassion was as a Girl Scout, going to community centers to senior citizens, you know, uh, nursing homes, assisted living, hospitals in the geriatric wards, you know, um, seeing, you know, a lot of kids, you know, when they see an older person, they're like, ew, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to be bothered with that, you know, um, but, uh, you know, to me, it was different. You know, you felt your heart went out to these people that didn't have other people there to, you know, to be with them. You know, um, you know, Anthony uh, and Jason, when, you know, they were growing up here and I had my grandmother um, that I had, to, you know, take care of and provide for, I would take them to always visit my grandmother in the nursing home and give them the experience and the environment of, you know, what goes on there. Um, and, uh, Sometimes it was pretty funny to watch, you know, when they would, you know, when, especially for uh, dinner time or lunchtime, <laughs> you'd, see, you'd see all the senior citizens with their walkers running up or walking as fast as they could, you know, to stand online to get their meals, you know, and, uh, you know, we used to joke about it. But, you know, we, you know, we, we had compassion for that because, you know, hear these senior citizens, that was, that was like what they had to live for, you know, the meals, you know, they all knew what time dinner, you know, lunch was, breakfast was, dinner was, and they were all there lined up, don't get in front of me, you know, and you see something, <laughs> you know, you see something that you didn't see, that you wouldn't have seen any other time, you know, mm -hmm. um, and so you, you, you understand that, you, you know, visiting with my grandmother, them sitting down talking to my grandmother, not speaking the same language, you know, my grandmother was Spanish, you know, Anthony understood some of it, you know, Jason understood none of it, <laughs> you know, um, but wanting to want to communicate, you know, and then seeing the other senior citizens where they had nobody there, 
And we were willing to talk to them and spend time with them as well, because I'm not just there visiting my grandmother, I'm there visiting whoever's there that's around that needs to have somebody to just have a conversation with, you know. Mm. Then I have the love for Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Jason's a special kind of love. (laughs) Jason is a special kind of love. (laughs) Jason is a patient, um, uh, and and uh, trying to guide him <laughs> through the rights and wrongs of life. <laughs> he makes me laugh. He he um, he's such a big kid. I would say most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, uh, but he makes me laugh. He always knows, no matter what, um, how to make me laugh at, at, any, at any moment. What I love about the two boys is that they've always come to me for their advice and opinion um, and to talk it out and help them guide them in the right direction for themselves for what they think is right for themselves. You know, um, if I feel that they are wrong of the path that they're taking, I'm going to give them my opinion about that. I'm going to give them my advice about that. For the most part, they both take, have, have listened and they've, they've done very well. I'm very proud of both of them. Um, makes me love them both even more Mm. because they are willing to put themselves out there. Yeah. Going back to the vulnerability and trust, right? Uh, They, uh, as they take risks, they know where to turn to for that support and and who they trust to, to help guide them through those risks. That's a nice little connection there. I wanted to. It only stays that way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I just wanted to um, touch on actually some of the stuff that you were talking about with compassion segued perfectly into, into my question. We, it's very obvious that you have deep passion and, and relationships are intense. You know, you have intense feelings about your relationships. And so I wanted to think about like an abstract concept, like love for humankind or something like that. Like this, uh, you know, we're supposed to love our neighbor or care about the other person or whatever. And uh, I wondered how that kind of abstract concept fit with your descriptions. But I just, if I can embarrass you for a second or, or share, uh, Anthony was telling me when you were visiting a year and a half ago that um, you just really wanted to go out and get some hamburgers for the people standing on the streets and, and went around delivering um, some lunches. And, that, and I thought that was really awesome. And so it's obvious that the compassion isn't just for your close, you know, family and friends that, that you do have this broader sense. So I wondered if you could talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Um, again, it comes from my life experiences. Um, I grew up in California um, and we were poor, you know, we had nothing. Um, we, our neighbors, would save their bottles 
so that we can go and collect them mm. so that my mom can cash them in to help buy us shoes. Mm. Um, neighbors would cook extra meals. So it comes from others helping us. Leaving California and coming to New York. My mom was a single mom raising six kids. She left everything behind. We lived in a... <laughs> I don't know if you know New York apartments. <laughs> um, but my grandmother was in a small one bedroom, probably maybe three or 400 square feet about, right, Anthony? My mom's apartment. Mm -hmm. um, with seven, eight people. Wow. Okay. Um, my mom's cousins would, uh, they built, um, you know, they would go to the armory and would get six cots for the kids. Each kid had a cot. Um, and, uh, every night we would open up the cots in my grandmother's tiny little living room. And that's where we would spend the nights, fold them up in the morning and go to school. Um, family helped out you know during that time every um every sunday and wednesday um we we would all gather at a relative's house for family dinners um kids spent the time with cousins you know uh and it was it was like that in California too. Every Sunday we were always at a you know an aunt or uncle's or grandparents' house, you know. And um, you know when we got to New York, it was the same thing. It was now you know California was my dad's side, New York was my mom's side, you know. So no matter which side it was, it was always the same thing. Tradition Sunday dinners. You know, all the kids got to go hang out with all the cousins, you know, and the adults, you know, and everybody cooked it together for everybody, um, which I guess is why I, I love entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to go to everybody's house so everybody comes here. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> because I'm such a good cook, they all love coming here. <laughs> but when's dinner? I'm on my way. <laughs> You know, but the um, the compassion that I had growing up um, and, you know, again, having the friendships as a child and seeing um, other families struggling, too, and everybody helping each other out. You know, I grew up in um, in New York in, in, in a neighborhood that was um, predominantly uh Irish um, and uh, hard in the beginning, you know, um, but it grew into like, um, you know, these people, you know, um, were so great because they had large families. 
<laughs> you know, I think we were the smallest group of family members, you know. Wow. Yeah, you know, it was like, you know, nine, thirteen, you know. We were six, we were tiny, you know. <laughs> wow. You know, um uh and the neighborhood, you know, it you know, it it, it grew. Um you started getting other, you know, other um, you know, uh people into the into the neighborhood. Again, large families as well. Um, and, uh, you know, it was a tight community. You know, I'm, I'm a Catholic and, um, you know, the, the community, everybody knew everybody, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, that's how I got into the Girl Scouts. My brothers were Boy Scouts, you know. Um, and one of the, the big things between that was, uh, you know, community service. You know, so you got to see a lot of things, you know, and going from your own experience, it just enhanced um, what you what you what you put out to others, you know. Um, I'm big on, you know, I give of myself, I don't expect in return because that's not that's not that's not um, what I'm in it for. You know, I enjoy seeing someone else happy. I enjoy being able to see a smile on someone else's face. Um, that to me makes me happy. That to me makes, you know, um, makes it all worth the while. And I guess that's why I'm, you know, I'm very passionate of, uh, when I get into a relationship, no matter who it is, um, that it's, I'm willing to take the hurt with the joys. Hmm. That's, that's how I build who I am. I always feel that, um, you know, um, I become stronger with every experience, good or bad. And um, my goal is to always learn something from what goes wrong to help build me, to make me stronger for the next time it that situation occurs or to not let that situation occur. You know, sometimes you can't avoid it. Sometimes it happens, you know. Um, I try to limit those. All <laughs> right. <laughs> well, I want to thank you, Mom, for um, for participating in this conversation. But also, you know, it, I thought it was especially apt that you talked all about trust, and here you are providing these really deep stories, essentially trusting us with this information. So I really appreciate uh, you putting that trust in us, and I'm very glad that you were able to do this. Yeah, thank you. Welcome. I hope that uh, you guys had a good time hearing my stories. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> so am I the first glutton for the punishment? Yes, yeah, you are. You're the first one. Way to take one for the team. <laughs> you set a high bar, though. There's a lot for people to live up to. <laughs> really, thank you for 
fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, you guys. Have a great time doing this. And um, I look forward to watching them all. <laughs> excellent, excellent. Is there anything that you wanted to say that uh, you felt like you didn't get a chance to? Um, don't be afraid to um, put yourself out there. Mm. And don't be afraid um, to not to not love, you know, having that in your life, you know, is is great. You know, you can still love a person, you know, um, even if that person is no longer a part of your life, mm. you know, yeah. um, and it create and it helps you create memories because this is your, your life is nothing but memories. You know, you've got good memories and you have some bad memories, but it's all about the memories. You know, I, I'm forever with my camera and, uh, you know, all throughout my life, people say, oh, stop with the pictures, stop with the pictures. But, you know, I just emptied out my attic and I had thousands and thousands and thousands of pictures that I've been sending to everybody. And everybody's been having such wonderful times looking at all these memories. You showed them. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. That's great. How profound. So, yeah. <laughs> so enjoy life. It's a lot of fun. You know, I, I've, I've had a great life um, and um, I don't know how much longer I have, but I have no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> awesome. All right, you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah, I appreciate it. Love you both. Have a great time. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Bye.